0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the best hour of their day. I am on today with one of my bosses, which if you're in the CrossFit community, OG as it gets, I guess, uh, Nicole Carroll, Executive Director of Training and Certifications for CrossFit. Um, And you and the team have been busy.
1: Yes, we have been busy. (laughs)
0: Um, And so I wanted to... uh, uh, we were trading emails and I wanted to bring Nicole on because obviously CrossFit has launched their online versions of the level one. And then most recently the kids course. And there's been a lot of, I guess, speculation about what the course is and questions about how it's run. So I figured I would go to the head honcho and we would talk about it and and kind of shed some light on all of the specifics that everybody has questions about. Um, But before we get to that, I did have a question. That a lot of the viewers want to know, which is roughly how many takes does it does it take you to get the announcements for the workouts?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a good question. It seems like it takes a lot, doesn't it? From the bloopers, uh, you know the thing that because um, I work with David Tittle a lot, yeah. Uh, what he what he does with me is he leaves the camera running, so because it, yeah. it just makes it easier to kind of. You know, so even yeah. if I, I'll come in and maybe get like the the support your local box fundraiser, those are pretty easy because they're quick. Um, but the funny thing is what I had to do there that was different than what I've ever done before was voiceover. And it it gave me a lot of respect. I thought, oh, voiceover is easy. I just get to read from the paper. Nope. And actually, almost all of the bloopers from that, from the support your local box fundraiser. It came from the voiceover stuff and just kind of like, wow like reading from the paper but trying to be animated and you know and and so so yeah so we do we do a bunch of takes um the the open stuff you know the longer the stuff gets the the more takes we do well we you know, get tongue also,
0: tied and then you don't know what you're saying anymore
1: <laughs> yeah and i think some of it too that's fun is just the rapport there because it's <laughs> it's a he just works really well in terms of helping me relax and be natural and, and just like joking around and being silly helps me and
0: He's really good at that too, and he's and he's quick witted, and I'm sure makes yeah. the the mood very light. So yeah, and he
1: gives great feedback in terms of you know like if it's a little flatter, and I I love that right because it's like yeah. you want it to come out as best as possible. so so yeah, but it's it's pretty pretty fun. And then just randomly, he put together those bloopers one year, and it's like wow, that's pretty. I uh, I know
0: I know exactly what you're talking about with the voiceover. So we've been doing a lot of video here and and just creating videos and basically just stealing a lot of the stuff that I talked to Tyson about and uh, creating content. And I was doing the same thing before we got onto this as I was doing some voiceover for movements. And it is far more difficult than people think because you, you have to think about your pacing and then what you're gonna mm-hmm. say and then depending on what the video is, you have to time it up so that the words match the duration of the video. Yeah. And it's just a lot of foul language on those audio. Like <laughs> yelling at myself. <laughs> Um, so I did want to dive in, uh, s- you know, so obviously I got some insight. Uh, I talked to, you know, Chuck yesterday and just wanted to talk, cause I know he's run one of the, the level ones, but, um, was, was that on the radar and got sped up or was that something that was just like, Hey, we, got to do something at this point.
1: Okay. No, that was not on the radar. <laughs> <at> the <moment. laughs> That was on the radar. It's funny. Actually, I can tell you the exact day that it got on the radar because we were running uh, the passing score study for the level four and. And then um, and because of that, I had actually missed an executive team meeting uh, in Santa Cruz. But that that day was also the day that really we started to kind of hear that stuff's getting getting shut down, like Mm -hmm. that's getting real. And uh, and we had a and I and I got the call and it was like, hey, we're gonna we we got to try to put the level one online, and then it was like, okay, you know, let's do it. And I think even at that time, I didn't quite believe how 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 quickly and how uh, just I mean, we literally by that weekend or the following weekend, we were we were rescheduling every single seminar all over the world and and at that point it was like okay (laughs) this isn't this isn't something that we get to take our time with you know we have to really we we've basically got to just kind of mobilize everyone all the resources everything you know get our bearings and get this done and and, uh just with whatever with whatever we have
0: roughly how long so first and foremost, I've heard nothing but great things about it. So I've heard that that the participants actually love it, mm-hmm. uh, which makes sense. And I get some questions about that, but I don't think people understand how fast that happened.
1: Yeah, it happened really fast. <laughs> no, and, and here's here's one thing I will say that that was helpful is that that content is so dialed in, and you know there there's there was nothing to do in terms of changing any of the content yeah So and then you know we have a cadre of lecturers and who know the material and so that was all kind of a very nice uh cushion so even though we had to move really quickly sometimes you know when you're developing a course the content is one of the things that takes the longest time so outside of that it's you know it's the filming and then building the course Mm -hmm. and then the other piece that a lot of people aren't aware of is just the whole back-end IT side of things where you can integrate the online course platform with Regbox so that we can track credentials appropriately and Mm -hmm. you know and and so that is just another side of things that um, you know again we just had our department other departments just kind of really really dug in and And that was the priority, just getting that, getting that done.
0: So I think the first question is who's the course for? So it's not just for anybody, like not just anybody can register for the course.
1: Yeah, no, it's only right now it is for revalidates only. So it's, um, if you're a current credential holder, level one or level two, actually any level one or above, um, it can take the course. And what it will do, if you take it, is it will revalidate your, your level one or your level two um, for your next five-year mm-hmm. term. And then if you're level three or level four and you wanted to take it, you can get CEUs to, towards the maintenance of your credential, if, mm-hmm. if that's something that you know, you're know moved to do.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of uh, some of the stuff that I saw or read, heard, all that stuff was uh, there, and I think it was just misunderstanding they didn't or just ignorance because there there wasn't a ton of information about it was that it was just going to be, I get online, I watch some lectures and that's the level one. And, yeah. and I know, I, I personally know how you and a lot of the, the, the leadership in CrossFit feel about that in-person experience. Did that have a lot to do with why it went to revalidates first?
1: That had everything to do with it. Yeah. Because really first time uh i i think the the, across the board you know really from greg to myself and dave and i think most anybody uh probably you know even our entire staff there's that you really you can't replace that in-person experience and the the yes the information and the education but i think just the relationship building the camaraderie that happens and really the the exposure to the culture and the transmission of culture um, that happens there that, you know, personally, I, you know, this, I feel really strongly about that as what happens in that regard at little ones being something so critical to keeping this community as cool as it is really, because you, yeah. you know, it's not because it, it really is, a—I mean, look at everything that's going on right now. It's a relationship based community and it's a, Community rooted in such a strong culture and that level one is really any trainer or affiliate. I feel like and and I know, you know, again, like you said, pretty much we all across the board agree. Um, If you want to be a CrossFit trainer affiliate, you should have that in person experience. So, so that was, that's the reason why it's not open to first time attendees.
0: Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Like I, I felt the same. And this is before I knew anything about it. It, it you know, people were like, well, the the course is going online and that's just going to water down the course In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I just can't imagine they're going to do that. And I was right. You know, I, I, obviously I had trust cause I've, you know, been working for the company for a long time and I, and I've, and I've heard you preach on occasion after occasion about the transmission of culture. And while it, there's, there are things you can do virtually it just cannot be replaced, the in-person level one. It's such a good experience. And I mean, you know, you've worked many, many of them. That interaction that you have, not just in the breakouts or during the lectures, but during the breaks and during the workout and after the workout, that, that stuff needs to stay intact. And I think it's what you alluded to is a lot of why many affiliates are not falling apart at the seams right now because they have those relationships. They're figuring out how to make it work. And uh, so, yeah, I think that was the big misconception that would, that was just a, an online course that I watched some, some video and then I take a test and I was like, I don't think that's how it's going to work. I mean, a lot of the the real takeaways there are in those breakouts of those like live interactions. So,
1: yeah. And we do have the webinar component. So there's, there's the online, the, the online component where you watch the lectures and you know, it's a, it's pretty neat because it's, it's chunked up the lectures are chunked up and then, you know, almost by, you know, the instructor manual, almost by teaching Mm -hmm. point. Yep. And then, and then there are short quizzes. So it's, it's actually a really cool way I think to learn the material. Um, and there's that piece and then there's the test in there, but the test isn't secure. And and that's another reason I think in terms of being a first timer, you know, that, that you haven't gone through the in-person course, you haven't passed the secure test. I mean, I think all of those, those standards are really important to preserve. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, if it we're looking like, oh man, this is going to be going on for another six months, obviously, maybe there'd be some way that we'd have to look at, mm-hmm. you know, how, how can we accommodate people who want to learn more about cross, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And there's different ways. I, I don't think it's impossible to do, but it's certainly something we're trying to hold out on and see if we, you know, if we can just sort of be, yeah. addition into like, hey, we're open up again, even if the gigs have to be smaller or whatever we have to do, you know, working with, mm-hmm. just making sure we have that in-person component. Um, yeah. And so, and then, but then the other piece is the webinar. So, so again, it's like Zoom classes at affiliates. It's the same thing where it's got something of that relationship building, and it's a live person. It's our, you know, like you said, Chuck, Chuck's running them, and you know, our best, best of the best. And it's mm-hmm. what a cool experience to be on the to be in a class webinar you know reviewing your nine foundational movements with chuck and q a and and really like what what we tell them is hey anything goes like these mm-hmm. are revals so meet them at their level and you know in terms of allow some coaching of each other allow you know time for q a for, mm-hmm. for anything they anything want to talk about even looking at different movements or stuff like that so that's a pretty cool aspect of it that's a little different you know it, it's it's kind of nice that we can gear it Mm -hmm. a little more strongly to revalidates in that sense. We don't actually have that same opportunity as much Mm -hmm. when you're in person, you're kind of catering it actually more to that, that first time. So,
0: so yeah. So for anybody who's trying to imagine this and feel free to correct me at any point here, the, so I get, I registered for the course and I get the essentially the course curriculum. I get the lectures that I need to get through in video format with those little quizzes, yeah. and I can do that beforehand. So that's all done kind of on my own time. Right.
1: And easy.
0: and then yeah, and then we do the webinar, which is uh, what's the what's the allotted time for that?
1: It's about a four hour. Okay. You know, so time. so, I mean, so that's where we would do the breakout yeah.
0: portion of it. Yep. Okay. Yep. And that's uh and so and this is and I was talking to Chuck yesterday. He's like, it's really cool, but it is challenging. So this is you're doing your level one breakout. So if you're revalidates or anybody who's seen the videos of level one, you know, we're not in a circle obviously because it's it's virtual, but the athletes are moving and the coach is going to be watching those and giving cues and doing active classrooms and doing all that stuff. So you're still going to get that interaction and the questions and the insight into the the coach's mind about how they're unpacking all that stuff. So I think you still get a lot of that. It's just not in person.
1: Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, So that was one of the big misconceptions or misunderstandings about the courses that somehow that was going to be lost in the whole process. But it's really cool to see that it's not.
1: No, I mean, and it's, yeah, really important for us to preserve it. So, you know, it's, yeah.
0: How does the, so what's different about, because was the the kids course just launched as well, correct?
1: Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: How is that one different? Because that's, I, I feel, so I've taken that course. I think it's one of the best courses that, I think that the level one, level two, and the kids course are like my top three. Yeah. The, how is that one structured a little bit differently? Because typically we have kids that come in as demonstrators during that course yeah. and do the in-person portion.
1: Yeah, so kids is all webinar-based.
0: So okay. There's
1: no, there's no just self-paced component. It's, it's run uh, right now. I think, I think we might be, we just put up some midweek ones. Okay. but mostly like a saturday sunday you know eight thirty a.m to 2 p.m uh i think it's it's about eight contact hours so four and a half hours each day including breaks and things like that and it's literally you know i mean right now for example todd todd's running a lot of them and so okay. it's, it's it's todd and another staff member just delivering the course all of the lectures and then there's kind of this multimedia component where it'll show working with kids. Um, okay. So where you're not getting the live demonstrations per se. Oh, I got still, what you're saying. You're still getting similar demonstrations, um, mm-hmm. just in terms of what it's like to work with actual kids. Yeah. Uh, like you get at the course.
0: Yeah, that's that's one of the, the the more eye-opening. And so anybody that ever asked me to level one or level two, what courses should I take? And like kids is like top. You can take that course. It's so useful to new coaches just to learn to simplify things Mm -hmm. just in general, just like bringing all that knowledge down to a really uh, digestible level so that that it doesn't matter who that you're working with. So that's why I push people to that course all the time. It's just like such a great – I mean, I learned so much. We we hosted it at our affiliate I think like two or three years ago. And I was like upset that I didn't do it earlier.
1: I agree. I think it's one of – it's actually – you know what's really cool is there's a lot of people signing up for it right now, and and really candidly, it's doing a lot better than the in-person uh, one.
0: Oh, really? And
1: I, yeah, and I'm happy you know I'm happy to see that because I've always felt the same way. I think it's really one of our most undervalued offerings. And then you know we kind of removed the the requirement to take it. Mm-hmm. And sadly, the the attendance, you know, and kind of it seemed like the interest in it really dropped off. Mm-hmm. So it's been actually really nice to see making, making it more accessible like this has seemed to really kind of just drive the interest up. And, and um, I mean, we've, we've sold out a bunch of them already. That's just, awesome. It's in a few days and, and it is awesome because the, that, that piece of feedback and I felt that way about the course too. It, I think it's great for teaching kids, but it's also so valuable.
0: I think it might be better for teaching adults.
1: For teaching adults. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it really really is you know just so
0: yeah how does the um how does the test work for the level one so you said it was unsecured but what does that mean
1: yeah so at the end of the the end of the online component it's the it's a 50 question multiple choice test and it will it is the same as the current test but what we're gonna do then is change the test when things come back in person
0: oh got it okay so, so you have to update the in-person test yes got
1: because it. basically now this this exam is unsecured so so that doesn't quite fly but what that's, are the other that's what i was going
0: to ask you about the uh, how does that affect the credentialing of the course so i would imagine that solves that problem
1: yes okay. yeah exactly yeah it won't it won't affect accreditation and and also you know that that's one of the other things because these are revalidates know it's like they've been training for five years and so this this sense that you need to test their knowledge or you know I think the stakes there it was like okay I think it's okay to make that kind of compromise right now whereas I don't think for the first time through we we want to make that compromise right yeah maintain that standard and and so so yeah so right now the test is um it's really more like a reinforcement reinforcement of learning. Oh, like okay. the level two, the level two tests is like that also where, got it. And there's some, you know, you get something wrong. There's a little bit of feedback as to like, Hey, actually, you know, think about this and, mm-hmm. and that type of thing. So it's not, it's not something you can fail.
0: Got it. Okay. So you can just take it until you kind of like get your brain back yeah. around. Okay. Yeah. How many people are the courses capped? So like, obviously the level ones, depending on location, they're capped. Are the online courses oh. capped?
1: Yeah, right now the webinars are capped at seven people. Oh, okay. So it's really intimate, you know. And and we looked at just kind of getting some feedback from the instructors and stuff, and they're feeling that going any bigger, you lose you lose some of the intimacy, some of the ability to really dig in and work with people. And and so you know, and but that's a it's a nice thing about that platform because we can. We can schedule a whole bunch of mm-hmm. small ones. I mean, we certainly have the staff to support it. Um, you know, if it were to go off like Game and we're doing mm-hmm. you know twelve of whatever a weekend again or twenty a weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah, so we cap it at we cap them at seven right now. So
0: that's so uh, like that's a cool.
1: Yeah. At, a,
0: at the yeah, level two. Uh, I, no, no, you're good. <laughs> no, that's um, that's that that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's a level one, but more with a level two type. Mm -hmm. environment which really really allows you to to dig in on on things that you may not get to if you have a because typically we try to keep the level ones to about one to to ten yeah
1: yeah Yeah.
0: but and then the level twos is like that one to six one to seven which is more valuable for the participants so i think anybody who's looking at that for revalidate like you know i don't want to say you're you're definitely not going to get more bang for your buck but you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck doing it that way you know so I think that's really cool. I didn't I didn't realize that it was that small, but now that I think about it, if you just have one trainer on there, that makes sense. Like it just yeah. it, it, it would be too much to manage. Yep, yeah.
1: yep. Yeah. They like the seven, so we're gonna keep it that way. Seems like it's yeah.
0: going really well. The uh, I, the the feedback that I've that I've heard what, like from the participants was over the top good, and but I and I would imagine it's because of that kind of more personal. Interaction where you just get—I mean, everybody wants four hours of Chuck Church just to ask Chuck questions.
1: I know, right?
0: (laughs) I just call him in the middle of the week to bug him and just talk to him. (laughs) Um, so the—and these are not just on the weekends, correct?
1: No, not just on the weekends. Although we have found there's greater interest on the weekends, so Mm -hmm. we scheduled some midweek, and the interest was pretty low. And we'll we'll still schedule some. um, Okay. But it seems like people are much more interested in doing stuff on the weekends. I assume, you know, I hope also that a lot of people are still working, right? So, so that I that, hope. Makes, that makes sense, yeah. You know, that but the weekends still are generating most interest for even even for the online stuff.
0: Is there? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I know you guys are tracking it. Um, is there any light at the end of the tunnel for in-persons? Is there any kind of quasi start date for those?
1: Not really. We're just monitoring it by location. So like last weekend, we did a couple of in-person courses, one in Korea and one in China, because those countries actually are we're allowed to do a -hmm. certain number and maintaining the social distancing and,
0: and
1: stuff like that. And so it really is just going to be kind of this rolling Thing that we keep our eye on, and then go region by region as, as we're allowed. And and I'm I'm assuming we'll also have to make plans to accommodate, right? Certain, certain numbers and mm-hmm. certain cer- certain procedures during. Yeah, that's,
0: I would imagine that's going to get sticky because that's state by state, depending on what they want to do. You know, if they have different, you know, some people, because we're trying to figure it out. I mean, I'm on a call this afternoon with, uh, with Maggie and some other affiliate owners trying to put together some just different plans for a reopening and what that would look like. But I think, so there's going to be, I think, so I think David Asorio is going to be on that call. So that's New York and then Virginia and then a couple of gyms in Maryland all of which are probably going to have some different parameters for who's allowed in the building and how many people based on size or just a cap. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, then I don't envy the reg team either, but then again, I never really envy the reg team or the travel no, team. So.
1: I don't envy them either. No, they've been working their asses off really. Cause that's how we, that's how we shut down. We shut down on a rolling mm-hmm. basis where you're just monitoring closure after closure after closure. And it was, that
0: was a for for most people on seminar staff that was a weird roller coaster of emails because you get the email about uh seminar staff and you're like oh i got staffed you're like nope got moved to june you're like oh that's that nope got moved to june it's like, oh, no yeah. yeah so uh yeah and then once once you started getting those it was like yeah i'm probably not gonna work for a little bit but that's fine um does um I don't want to dive too much into the level four because I would actually like to do a whole separate one on that. But is yeah. there any update on that that you can give? Or did yeah, this whole I mean, thing ruin that?
1: Yeah, because that was that was actually legitimately slated to launch in May. And like I said, we had just finished the passing score study, which was a huge piece that we needed to get done. And then we were going to run kind of the first iteration of it in Santa Cruz. And, uh, and so that really, that one's gonna depend a lot on what happens in terms of gathering, because obviously that's, that's yeah. in-person performance exam. Um, and it requires a class, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, it's, it's kind of like a seven, I think it's seven to 10 person class a bunch of assessors and then the candidate. Um, yeah. So that can, one, can
0: you talk about that at all? Or is that not ready to be?
1: No, I like, can talk about it a little bit. Like, yeah. Like, is, so
0: that, that everybody wants to know about that one. So how, so what does that course look like? And kind of how does it work?
1: Sure. So it's a, it's a certification. So it's not a course. And I know, um, Amy, see everybody,
0: even I get corrected on <laughs> these
1: things. <laughs> Amy Hollingsworth did a great job kind of teasing, yeah. teasing it out, but, but generally, so this is, just a test so even though it's in person and it's performance-based exam so there's no teaching and actually we're well we're 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 wanting to get it accredited which would be um would be great and it's very hard to do with a performance test of this nature um which is a whole other thing and maybe we can talk about stuff like that yeah a whole set because yeah. i mean i could talk about it you know, forever, because there's a lot of really exciting stuff there in terms of accrediting it and all that. But one of the key pieces of it being accreditable, creditable, yeah, is that we can't give them any feedback. So it's just the the assessor is just there to assess you, and there is no like, hey, man, how'd I do? Or you know, and 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 then you get your results, and you'll get a diagnostic, and it mm-hmm. will it'll kind of outline. Um, you know areas like a broad brush type of diagnostic yep. where, if if you didn't pass, like these are the areas to focus on for next time. But the uh, kind of the format of the exam is it's it's going to be at a, an affiliate, and affiliates will be testing centers. Okay. We're starting with seminar staff affiliates initially. Okay. Because it, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a tax on the host, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a big ask because you're asking what it is is. At that affiliate, you will take a small class of seven to ten of their actual clients and you'll run a class. So, so there's a lot there in terms of, of the affiliate being yeah. with their clients, the clients being okay with that. And, and you know, the seminar staff is, you know, you guys are all super open to that. So it, it's a kind of an easier affiliate base. To begin when,
0: with. When, when we've had CDPs at our gym, <laughs> it's always funny because the members, our members are fantastic, but and they get it. So somebody comes in, and they kind of – it's almost like the members feel bad for the participants <laughs> of the course. They're like, you tried hard. It was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think it's uh, – that's, that's, uh, I think that's a good plan. I I desperately want – obviously, I didn't take the the old level two, but I desperately kind of want that kind of closing debrief to come back in the level four. I don't know if that's appropriate, <laughs> but <laughs> – I, I want there to be that group circle of just, you know, people telling people that, yeah, maybe, maybe this isn't for you or you did great, you know?
1: <laughs> yes. If, you know, if, I think if, if we don't get accredited, we can do that. We might Perfect. as well go back.
0: To that. Perfect. I'm going to send Jason Ackerman through. Cause he yeah. loves, he <laughs> loves, he loves to talk about that. He took the level two with the original level two with you back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I don't know. I don't. He he tells the story. I don't know if it's accurate, but basically, the short and short of it was that you told him that people really like to be around him, but he needs to work on his coaching. <laughs> Sorry, that's my that's my lights real quick. Uh, do you remember doing that level two or any of those level twos back in the day? I
1: remember. I remember level twos. I don't. I don't remember that one specifically. Yeah. There are ones I remember
0: specifically. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to get my lights back on. <laughs> The, um, that was another question that I had for you, which was, um, I was laughing cause you had a, um, had a video of you, critique, you were of an old video. I'm going to get my light back on in a minute. The, um, you were kind of talking about, it was a press lecture that you were giving and you kind of gave a little, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was watching, and I was like, man, she's still, she still has the – like, you could tell that you still have the eye and the, the critique of a red shirt. I was like, oh, she's looking at that, and she's critiquing the shit out of herself right now. Yeah, um, I mean, that's what,
1: that, that's what I did forever.
0: I know. know. I thought it was fantastic. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Is that um, – so on that note, how do you <sighs> – we, I, we tr- we've we tried to explain it in the past about the the circle of feedback in seminar staff. And mm-hmm. and I think that is probably the main driver of, of the push to be excellent. Um, and I'm assuming there's some things in place for the virtual courses of in like getting of, feedback, uh, getting like feedback giving staff feedback. feedback, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we'll, you know, we, we'll, we'll sit in on different webinars for sure like I'm sitting in on the kids webinar uh, May 2nd and 3rd. Uh, So it's actually
0: going to be true when the when the Flowmaster now says hey at any point Dave and Nicole could come in that door and sit (laughs) on the seminar like yeah but now Now, they actually will yeah now they actually will pop in virtually. (laughs) Yeah
1: Yeah. Um, so that but we also have the feedback course feedback and so and we and we look at all that we we look at the feedback you know I think I think this came up at some point actually on a something that Dave did, but we every piece of course feedback that comes in, we look at it. And so we're always kind of measuring against, you know, okay, hey, here's what people think. And then even, you know, with the level one and stuff like that, that's even part of an entire annual review process yeah. that we bring on the board and all that stuff where it, it's sort of like, Hey, like looking for you know feedback's an interesting thing because you it's it's not something that you're gonna you know you get a one-off and it's like okay you flag it right mm-hmm. and you're really looking for trends and kind of well what what are the trends here positive and negative and then really looking honing on the negative or the constructive right and yeah say okay where you know is there value in addressing this and then and then doing it and I mean that's just that's just how we've, between staff feedback, participant feedback, director observation, you know, mm-hmm. just over the years, that's how we continue to um, keep things good. So uh, yeah, I don't always, think I was going to say, improving I don't. Existing courses and I, am sure that's not obvious. Here's the one thing that's cool. It's cool that that's not obvious because I like that. We hit, we hit a good standard, I think really you know, quickly and immediately. We mm-hmm. Standard, but you're always we're always always with an eye on refining that. So it's-
0: yeah, it's uh, I don't think people understand the value and importance of the organization as a whole with specifically. I, I can't speak to anything else because I don't know anything else. But with regard to training, is the the feedback. So if anybody who's listening to this who's when when you get a feedback form, multiple people are going to read that. And it's going to go into a report somewhere. And then the other thing that I, th- I don't think people understand is all of the trainers prior to a seminar, read the participant entries before they show up. Yeah. So if you put, I mean, we've had people that put some really funny things in there, like as a joke that we'll bring up and and then they're shocked that we brought them up. I'm like, yeah, we we read that. We, <laughs> yeah, we know what you put in there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think that level of detail would amount. And I, and I saw the, the, the coursework, not the, not the, um, the webinar portion of it. I saw the cor- and they've been putting blips on Instagram too. I think, uh, I think they just posted one of, Boz one of doing uh, the-
1: Boz, yeah, on
0: the GHD. Yeah. And, uh, I, I have no doubt that the same level or critical eye went into building this course, obviously just on a condensed timeline. So I, I think anybody who's on the fence, like you should just do it. Like, I mean, and give feedback so that it can get improved.
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, yeah. I think uh, I think that would be, you know, I'm because I Cassidy, my head coach, who's on seminar staff, he, he took it uh, for CEUs for his level three, so he took the the course version of it. So I was just watching someone, and I was like, "This is legit! Like this is a full blown lecture, just like we would give with the level one." So I don't I don't think there's a ton lost, even from the little bit that I've seen on, uh, from yeah. the online version. It's never going to replace that online aspect or excuse me, the in-person aspect of it. Just like you can't replace walking into an affiliate and being in a class. But I mean, it's, I don't, I don't know how you feel about it because you've seen the whole thing start to finish, but I would imagine it'd be pretty damn good.
1: Yeah. I think it's, I think it's pretty damn good. (laughs) You know, we, again, like you ask how many takes and things like that. And we definitely, you know, we don't, we don't let people off the hook easy. Right. I mean, we're, it's it's, it's a pretty rigorous it's it's a rigorous process of you know even just for that just kind of like okay you know do it again and and uh you know but o- always it's it's just that's part of our culture right that's mm-hmm. part of the creative department culture is we've just been we we're feedback is built into our fabric and, and uh
0: that's one is, of the main things that weird. i hear it's say.
1: almost weird like, if someone's like good yeah nailed it <laughs> like, uh,
0: yeah that would make me worry I'm like wait a second you don't have there's nothing you don't have any feedback you're like no no it was great and I'm like was it um but that's one of the things you know because people ask about getting on the seminar staff on the regular as I'm sure they did to you back in the day but that's one of the big pieces I, I'm like if you can't deal with feedback and and can't implement quickly it's gonna be a tough go you know
2: yeah.
0: it's yeah. just uh and it's and it's I don't I don't think people understand because this doesn't happen to affiliates as much as it probably should but it's not from a place of malice it's like this is the standard and we're not going to move it for anybody like mm-hmm. you have to hit it and but here's how you do it but we can't we can't hit that target unless we identify where the deficiencies are and I think that's super important. Yep,
1: yeah, yeah, identify and then you know the, the nice thing is we have everything in place to support you getting better. And that's important too is mm-hmm. that you know that 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 there are there are there's just a, a ton of support and resources for whatever whatever might have been identified. Hey, like here's just some really doable stuff that you can take to make yourself better. And and I think that's a common kind of thread of the character of people on staff and and, and who stay on staff mm-hmm. is that you know they they kind of have that ability to they, they, their desire to be better trumps. Trump's the 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 kind of oh like the thin skin or the, yeah. the or, or the ego or whatever else it's like they just there's just this in I, I would say that's probably the number one most common trait I would agree it's people just they're hungry to be to be better to be the best to be excellent and uh, I would agree at, uh, both ends too I think even and also in delivering feedback there's that there's that desire, oh, yeah. there's that desire to be better at helping people be better, right? And and that's all of a that, yeah, it, it, <laughs> that's a school. skill. Yeah, it is a It's coaching, right? I mean it's coaching. On on whatever skill. there's a bunch of layers of it when you're dealing with staff, but it's mm-hmm. all the same type of thing. Coaching, figuring out it, how
0: to get in. It's an interesting uh, I would argue that most people have never probably experienced somebody who gives Critical, effective feedback—that that's an art, I think, for somebody who basically tell you that you suck at something, but do it in a manner that you don't take it personally and that you walk away with the action items to improve. Yep. And I think that's what every flow master that I've ever worked for has has honed that skill of saying, "Yeah, I mean, it was it was good, but there's room for improvement, and here's how you can start to whittle away at that."
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Um, exactly. Do you miss training?
1: Yeah, I do. I do. I love training. I love coaching. And when so was I- the
0: last time you worked a seminar?
1: Yikes. That's a good question. Maybe 09.
0: Oh, so almost 10 years.
1: 10? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done Damn. a lot of, you know, yeah, maybe 2010. Okay. And then, uh, other than that, you know, it's just it's been more at this level of kind of staff, staff, yeah, evaluation and support type of stuff that I'm that I'm there versus actually working, taking a lecture, something like that. Um,
0: yeah. So, but yeah,
1: I I uh, I mean, I I love training. It's
0: coaching. It's, it's an yeah. awesome job. It's an awesome job. The how did you do on the you did all of the bo- support your box workouts, didn't you?
1: Yeah.
0: How'd you do on the last one?
1: I got 6.06. Six. Damn.
0: <laughs> Listen, in case anybody's wondering, the boss is still fit. She, <laughs> still, she, she still shows up to the trainer summit and whoops everybody's ass every year. Uh, yeah. Because you won the squat workout again this year, didn't you?
1: Bottom to bottom. Uh, I tied. I tied Jenny with 21.
0: That makes sense. That
1: makes and sense. And I ripped my yeah. pants. Do you remember that?
0: <laughs> oh, that's right.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I had to do it in my jeans because my that's my right. like I I sh- my workout clothes didn't show up yet. They were lost in the mail somehow.
0: Well, listen, and gotta I- want it. Gotta want it. <laughs>
1: <That's> right.
0: <laughs> gotta want it. Oh, that's. Great. can
1: actually send me a series of pictures of like that of the shirt. pants
0: gradually rich- and- ripping, ripping.
1: No, just like the the, the episode and my oh, face and it. the <laughs> gestures of like covering up my. <laughs> you know, so, but yeah, uh, it was the last round, and I thought, yeah. do myself I, I bow.
0: I had to bow out way before that. I think I only hit like 17 or 18. I was like, I, not-
1: that 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 kind of like bottom to bottom to bottom squash is almost like a, it's like a dad strength thing. Like I feel like no matter how old I get, for such just just yeah. I've done it for so long, so often. Yeah. It's just one of those things that's like, whatever that special kind of pain is, I'm so accustomed to it.
0: And I mean, we have to be honest, you're kind of built for it. You're not exactly tall.
1: (laughs) I'm a a perfect little air (laughs) slayer. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to let her go. I could, I could try to, I I was teamed up with Matt Chan and I was like, this is going to be great. I was like, now I'm really going to have to go hard because he's not going to let me dial this back. But, um, that was, uh, I can't wait for the next one, assuming the coronavirus ever goes away. But, um, okay, cool. Do you have, uh, have you talked, because you were on another call, I think you were on one of the calls that, that I was on with Coach Glassman, I think, with a bunch of affiliate owners. Maybe? Oh, yeah,
1: with the affiliates. Yeah.
0: yeah. Have you, uh, I mean, I've heard a bunch of people um, doing some different cool stuff, but what's one of the coolest things that you've heard affiliates are doing during this time frame? Is there anything that like stands out?
1: I actually was on a an anniversary class for uh, Tanya Wagner's gym.
0: Oh, okay. Is it Apex or uh, Apex? Yeah. Is it Apex? Yeah. yeah, Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Something and, like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, they were doing. So I guess the first workout they ever did in their box is Kelly. Oh. And then yeah, I know. Like kind of a hard anniversary workout because yeah. we have sports about it. <laughs> and so every anniversary, they do this big thing where they, they I think they all get together and do Kelly. And so this, cool. this year, they modified it um, for kind of the, the non-in-person experience. Yeah. And it was just really cool. And they would have members on, I think every hour to, to kind of work out with them and do Kelly. Oh, that's for 12 cool. hours.
0: 12 hours.
1: Yes. And the coaches, the coaches were doing one round of Kelly every hour to to, to support that event. And I just thought I was like, that's really cool. Some a cool. little thick part of me is like, I'd actually like to try that.
0: Just the you day. And Tosh, cool you, and tosh <laughs> just you and Tosh. You and Tosh both have t- a weird I know. A weird he, he rubbed off
1: on me a little in that way. Yeah. There are like, things that I've done that he's like You know, and like, okay, I'll try it. Things I'd never would have done, and and actually, it's given me an appreciation for stuff like that. Just in in regard to how satisfying it is, um, how hard. It's an acquired, yeah. It's an acquired
0: taste, but I think once you do it, it becomes almost quasi addictive.
1: Yep, it is a little bit like there's nothing quite like you know, like the 24 hours of rowing or the the kind of pain. And then, and then getting through that pain and coming out the other side, it's, it's just, uh, I don't, I'm probably not in the addicted stage yet. You yeah. know? I'm still more, but, but definitely when certain things come up, I'm like, Oh, that I would have never been interested in it, but now I have a little more interest in. That.
0: I uh, for a couple of years, like every year I would do something that was really outside of the box. I would like just on a whim, go run a marathon or cycle a hundred miles or something like that. And I've, and I feel even more so now during this time period. period I'm getting like mentally weak with regard to working out, mm-hmm. and I need to fix it. Like it's 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 like for a while I was like, "Yeah, it's okay. It's everybody needs a break." But now I'm kind of in this mindset. I'm like, "You're just a lazy turd and making." Do you it think
1: easy. it's it's from not having that community piece?
0: One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I I hate working out by myself. Yeah, yeah and I would and. uh, yeah, it's a bummer, like not having people in the affiliate, you know, we're, we're at 10 years and it's like, it's a weird, it is a weird, weird time. And, um, yeah, I can't wait till we open back up. Like it's hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later, but who knows Virginia is a little wacky right now
1: yeah Virginia they've got like a June 1st thing just just kind of oh
0: that's a whole separate podcast of me (laughs) ranting, Nicole um, that we I've need multiple drinks for that and uh, (laughs) most most people who listen to the podcast regularly know how salty I am about Virginia's decisions but um, I mean we'll we will we'll figure it out and it's uh, we've already started putting some plans together and um, but it's there there is some there's some silver lining there with regard to it it's been somewhat of a forcing function to engage at a deeper level one on one with our clients you know it's a lot more phone calls text zoom calls uh digging into people's stuff if you will yeah which is our which is our job so yeah
1: yeah yeah.
0: Well, listen, I know you are busy, and, uh, but I want to thank you for your time. And I think this is going to be cool. I think we answered a lot of questions that people have about the online level one. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you think people need to know?
1: No. Um, I think one of the, maybe like a little tip of the hand, one of the things we are looking at doing, because we have gotten a lot of um, requests for, and, and I get why this would be an appealing thing, to be able to retest online. And so in a secure way so that, yep. you know, like if you're the first time person and you've failed the, the test, mm-hmm. is there some way that I can take it at home? A lot of people have been asking that about the current one and it's kind of like, well, it's not really fair because it's not the same standard because there's yeah. no, there's no pass fail, but we are looking at, there's this crazy cool technology that we're investigating where you can actually have like a remote proctor for an exam
0: i've done that before yeah, for okay. online yeah because i'm taking uh i'm in the middle of taking a master's course it's really weird but yes it's basically somebody just monitors you through your camera yeah, and they like, they look yeah, at your room yeah, and everything
1: whole, yes There's yeah. it's like an ai there's an ai component and then there's an actual live
0: yep and yeah so, so you can't it, open any browsers if you uh, it's uh it's it's pretty impressive, actually. Kind of frightening, but it's pretty impressive.
1: Yes, it does have a frightening, you know. But we're looking at it as, that's as cool. Actually, something you know that that even as a longer-term option has has some appeal, just in terms of I, yeah, think I mean, that's
0: a I think that's a legit question.
1: Supporting the retest, right? Yeah, Where it's like, hey, I, we get it. Like, it's it kind of stinks to have to go back to new yeah. person to retest, and so we we are looking at that and uh, that's cool. Just that technology in general testing is has has really kind of piqued our interest and uh
0: so very interesting yeah well thank you for your time i appreciate yeah. it i think this is super useful for everybody uh because there's a lot of questions about it and it's, it's just cool it's cool to see how quickly the organization um but not shocking evolved and and pushed that out which is uh which is really awesome so um thank you so much i appreciate yeah, it yeah very cool thank you it was
2: mm-hmm. fun Thanks again for listening to Best Hour of Their Day. And thanks again to our special guest. We appreciate all you guys do for us with Best Hour of Their Day when it comes to sharing our posts on Instagram, when it comes to subscribing to us on YouTube, when it comes to the constant feedback. We are grateful and we appreciate it. We are trying to build a community based on Coaching development and becoming the best version of yourself. And it goes without saying that we couldn't do without all of you. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Season one of Dropping In is out. We are getting tremendous feedback and we'd love for you to check it out. Leave us a comment on there. Head over to our Instagram. Give us a follow. Like our pictures. Feel free to share anything that resonates with you. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or feedback for us, Please don't hesitate. Email us best hour of their day at gmail.com. Thanks again. Until the next episode, we hope you've had the best hour of your day.